This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Stay awake, don't fall asleep on me. Watch our smoke in the sky, close by and by. I, for heaven's sake, just enjoy the breeze. Hear the traffic go by, sounds of the night. I, and baby sex is free. Hello, and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggin Show. Today, we are going to be talking about everything to do with bisexuality. And I, I, I have a bit of an expert in the room with me. I have Mr. Ryan Cleary here with me. How are you doing, Ryan? Hey, Callum. I'm doing great, thanks. It's great to have you here. Um, now, I didn't know how to, like, you know, when people have, like, a job title. Yeah. I didn't know what to put yours as, because I feel like you're doing so many amazing things. I mean, you did the Bi Life, the show, last That's year, right. which was a huge deal that went everywhere. And I feel like you're doing so many different things right now, and you've been doing all this, loads of TV work. So yes. why, why don't you give me a rundown on everything that, it is you're, that you're doing? So when people ask me, so I do like to say I've got, at the moment, my finger in a lot of pies. Because, yes. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when one thing isn't going so well, you've got to kind of, you know, keep moving. And I've had a lot of interest after the show, um, some charities and work I can do with the LGBT community, um, also people that might be straight and they're curious. So I've been doing a lot of work helping others via my Instagram. I've also been doing influ- influencer work. I am signed model now. Amazing. Uh, Congratulations. So I've just been really kind of like exploring a lot of avenues and hoping to get some more TV work that's coming up in the um, near future as well. That's really, really exciting. And I do think that is a, a, a great way to be. And it's the best way to be to, you know, be putting yourself out there and doing so many different things and keeping it diverse and mixing up the portfolio, you know? Yeah, I like it does. It keeps you it keeps everything fresh. So I'm, I'm kind of happy doing that at the moment. It's been fun. Love the radio. So thanks for having me back on food. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing to have you here. Um, let's talk a little bit about last year, because last year must have been a bit of a whirlwind for you, because I yeah. know you had so much going on both personally and professionally and you were kind of thrown into the spotlight while going through your own kind of personal journeys so how was that for you it was starting from um survivor the fittest that was kind of a massive jump for me like coming out publicly on television was one of my biggest battles but it actually it it helped me that wasn't a battle in itself it was uh, i'd never told people um, and a lot of people were shocked that knew me and, and I'd never told them. So that released a lot of pressure um, at the time. I was single, uh, didn't, wasn't in a relationship at the time. I did feel that I needed to express the way I was as, you know, in terms of my sexuality when I was on reality television because I, I did feel that there was no representation of bisexual people within the media and I feel that super super important that there is and it's proved that way because after coming off the first show a lot of people have said to me look i'm so glad that you've done that it's really helped myself even people have came up to me when i've been in soho or just in the street and you know they've said you've helped me come out or come to terms with who i am that's amazing so it felt like a really good it felt good to to know that what i did helped other people with them that what they might be battling within their, their own sexuality or with coming out it 
when it came to the second show, the by life, by then, some, I was a little bit more comfortable. So it's like, yeah. okay, now I can, now I can enjoy this because I'm not, I've not got cameras on me and I'm thinking, oh, what are people at home going to think? Everybody already knew. So with the by life, it was a lot more fun. I was like in Barcelona, as with um, Courtney Act, an amazing cast, and we had this lovely villa. So I felt more myself on the by life, um, if I'm honest. And that was just great. So the year kind of went from strength to strength. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I was still dealing with things of feelings and thoughts of I've came out now. And what do other people think? You know, there's little, it'd be little things like going to the gym and, you know, some people that would used to speak to you, they might not. That's their issue, not not mine. Absolutely. But there is kind of like a double-edged sword to, to coming out. Most of the people will accept it and are fine, but there is some people that have their own views and feelings on it. But... I try not to focus on them. Yeah, well, as you say, it says more about them than it than That's it does me. about yourself. I, I think the great thing about your journey is, you know, you talked about people coming up to you and saying, seeing you coming out on television really helped me. But what yeah. I think is really, really wonderful about that is that not only did you come out, but you, you came out and you thrived. Thank you, you know, so when I, I think a lot of the time people think if, if I come out, this is going to be a negative thing. It's going to negatively affect it's my not, career. No. And, and, you, and you, hit, you hit the nail on the head there, Callum. I feel that people shouldn't be scared because if, in my experience, everything went from strength to strength. The way I am with people, you know, less anxious thinking, will people find this? Will my phone ping? Will they see this? Will, it's every little thing that you, you normally would be covering up or hiding from isn't an issue anymore so in reality you can really be yourself yeah and your best self absolutely do, do, do you think that's the same across kind of all industries you know I, th I think there's a lot of you know musicians and things like that who are told by their management you know you can't come out as gay or bi or or even trans yeah. you know because this is going to damage your career do you, th do you think there is truth in that or do you think it's kind of across the board i i think i would like to think that everybody should be able to come out and live happily but like are there some legitimate concerns there do you think I think if it comes to money, um, I think that the management are thinking of their money and their revenue and their income. So if someone, for example, who was heterosexual in the rap industry had lots of female sure. um, list, uh, you know, supporters or it depends on you know, who their target audience is, it shouldn't matter. But I think that managers think from a money's perspective. But I think what's really important is the artist or the person that person's mental health uh, absolutely absolutely rather than being a money machine because it's they're thinking of marketing like say and money but i think it, it's it's really important that the person is their self i think what sprung to mind when you said that then was like will young he was halfway through his you know i remember when i was younger and i was watching it, he was straight well no yeah one knew. i remember as well Do you remember? yeah yeah and all of a sudden he came out and it was like people were like shocked but good for him because imagine how you know it, it, to to have had to have gone through that whole experience being someone else so you know i think that everyone should be their self whether you're a footballer basketball player um musical artist and if people follow great if they don't then you know at least you're being like i say yourself and that's what i think matters most and and it will make a, a big difference you know to all the people out there watching it does i feel like you might take a dip on like in terms of money, that's true, but what more satisfaction, you can't get any more satisfaction than someone coming up to you being like, you know what, what you did really helped me live myself and be happy, because so many people are out there not maybe not as confident in their self, but I feel like once they saw me and others do that, 
I think it's great. Like, I can it, do this as well. I can do this, yeah. So it's really positive. You, you touched upon mental health there a moment ago. And I know that you, before you did publicly come out, you kind of had some battles with mental health as well about kind of understanding your sexuality and keeping it secret. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I found that it was at work, at the gym, it would be, you know, naturally people would talk to you, they assume you like football. That's the first one. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? You're from Manchester. <laughs> Who's your sport? Manchester United <laughs> or Manchester City. In actual fact, I don't like football. Sure, yeah. So you start off on that and then it's like, then they dig deeper like, oh, so you got a girlfriend? Like, how about we going? So it's constantly about, you know, just girls. When you know in yourself, I knew in myself that I liked guys as well. Yeah. Um, so it was a battle in the sense that I could hear sometimes the negative the negatives that people would say or the homophobic stuff mm. and I'd bottle it up when really I should have stood up and said like but it's hard it's hard to be con- confrontational when somebody you know kind of hits you with that yeah because it comes out of the blue but you you stand there and you take it and it's a lot on your head because you're thinking and double thinking so for your mental health it's not great because you're always thinking okay like would that person be my friend if they knew that you know I w- was dating a guy yeah, yeah maybe not maybe they will so, you know, it was for me, it was a struggle in terms of thinking, would people accept me and hearing just the negative people that are homophobic? It's not negative. It is negative in the sense that how they would verbalize how they feel hmm. um, and, and not nice comments at all, um, which doesn't make you feel good because yeah. you know in, in yourself who you are. Um, so I did find that hard at first. Um, but then I just I grew from strength to strength and I think going on survival was the biggest strength for me because I owned it yeah I was I was like this this is who I am now so anyone that I meet at, therefore after this or that isn't here after the show they don't matter um, you, people some people didn't expect it from me like I'd never expected you to be that's fine but that's all the more reason why I did it because there's so many people that you might not expect that will never come out because there's no one in the media or that they can compare themselves to in order to feel comfortable about coming out. Yeah. I, I mean, did you yourself, did you have bi role models? Because I, I struggle to think of, you know, Non- famous bisexual people. It's, it's really hard to think of any. It, there's, I'd say there's hardly any, column. I think women, yes. I think men, no. Not that, I, not that I've saw on tv or that are in this country not not at all which is quite sad because i think that leaves a deficit for the people that are that are by or you know that just can't have someone to look to and be like right i feel like him Mm. i can relate to him i I think a lot of people don't quite realize how what that can feel like you know to feel very isolated and in your own bubble like oh gosh i'm i I, i'm a bisexual man and i'm looking around and i i don't see any other bisexual man i mean even going on the bi life and being surrounded by so many bisexual people that must have been amazing (laughs) it was great that was that was it was you know it was a great summer and having you know other like-minded people um it was just good to see what their journey was and how they dealt with it and you know the stereotypes and stuff that comes with it but i've always once i gained that confidence i thought i'm going to use that confidence in a in a positive way yeah and you know instagram's great for that because i do get a lot of direct messages you've done so much for uh, by visibility and um helping other people come to terms with that and i think that's great because it's definitely that that's where we need to kind of focus on in the LGBT community, as well as other parts. As you know, as a group of LGBT, I feel like 
the B is not really it's not really had that much exposure or people that not because of anyone other than that bisexual people won't come out or express itself on a platform i think they keep it people people tend to forget about bisexuality and right. bisexual people and and uh, you know this is me- well-meaning people a lot of the time but it's so often that you know bisexual people are completely overlooked you see all these like campaigns and things out there and more often than not they tend to just kind of focus on gay men and then sometimes they include yeah. lesbian women and, and and trans people are getting a lot of representation now Indeed. as well but i do feel like bisexual people are so often left out of the conversation i totally agree carlo i think that it's something that I've, I'm hoping will change over the, the course of time. And I think the more people that are kind of open about their bisexuality and don't feel uh, like it's um, they're greedy or, you know, the negative stamps that might come with it, I think that will help that movement as well. Absolutely. Well, c- congratulations on everything you're Thank doing. You. It's it, really amazing and it's great to have you here today. Um, I think it's time for a little bit of music. So we are going to have a little bit of Don't Blink by Blythe. Whiskey on your lips I can taste I feel it burning, it's hurting But I like it, baby, I want it, want it Take it slow, no, it's not a race Oh, let's savor it, like it a little dangerous I'm on it, on it Keep your eyes fixed on me So, Ryan, you have a, another show coming up soon. I do. T- t- tell us all about that. So, I'm actually featuring on Channel 5's... Um, it's basically where, where they prank celebrities. So, I'm going to be on there, not doing a prank, but I'm going to be... Being react- pranked? Well, no, no, thankfully not. Oh, okay. I'm, it's going to be my um, reaction to the pranks. So there's some great pranks that I've seen. I can't talk too much on who's involved and stuff like that, but... Um, yeah, you'll see my how I react to watching these pranks. It's fun. Really but it, fun. Sound, it sounds very, very exciting, um, and I cannot wait to watch that. Um, be- because you are doing that, we are going to play a little game that we like to play every week here. Um, this game is Porn or Not Porn. Love it. Um, and in this game, you have to figure out whether I have one, two, three, four, five sound clips in front of me, and together we have to figure out whether these are taken from porn or not porn. Okay, nice. And because of that new show, we've decided to do it prank-themed this week. Oh, let's do it. So this is either people being pranked or pranking each other, or this is porn. All right. Um, but we're a team. I don't know the answers, so we're going to work together. Let's get, let's get it done, Carla. Okay, let's all right. Wait. All right, let's have the first one. Here we go. Do you think you're funny? I didn't, I didn't hear what you... Did you, do you, do you think, think you're funny? Do you think you're funny? In an Essex accent. Essex accent. <laughs> I, re- I kind of recognise that voice. I feel like that funny? might be somebody I know. Not, not personally, like a, a celebrity. That does sound familiar. I'm thinking, I'm going to go... What would you... I'm going to go with on that one. Prank? I, I just... I, I can't see how that would be porn. No. Not like, unless... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe wrong. Do you think you're funny? <laughs> L- let's, let's have it again. Do you think you're funny? Oh, I don't know. I'm now. I'm seeing like a Rebecca Moore kind of. You've got that. the cop destroyers <laughs> kind of thing happening, perhaps. I'm gonna. I'm. I've got to go with prank. I'm thinking. Do you think someone, prank? I think someone's pranked her, and she's not. And she's, she's not saying, happy no, with I'm it. I'm not having that. She's not having I'm it. I'm not having it. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm going to agree with you here, she's Ryan. Prank. Yeah, yeah. Let's say prank. This is not porn, and the answer is. This is indeed porn. What? I got that one wrong. Um, this is taken from popcorn or cockcorn. 
Um, and this is three girls are eating popcorn from a tub held by a guy when suddenly there is no longer a popcorn inside, but instead his penis appears instead. <laughs> Quality. We need, to wa- we need to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I, you know, I want a preview. I, I do feel like we need the, we need the videos Some in the studio, porn. you know. I feel like I need to see that. Have you ever had that whole like popcorn situation happen? You know, you what, see it in movies the, the... where they're supposed to like hold the popcorn in their lap and then like right. sneak the penis inside. It happens all the time in movies. But I just has anyone actually done this in real life? I, o- I certainly at, haven't. At the Odeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cineworld. <laughs> All right. Should we have the next one? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. It was the night of our baby shower, our special moment, and you leave me to go out. <sighs> Again, this may be like one of those, you know, when they go proper heavy on the storyline before the actual porn kicks in. But, I'm getting um, love and hip-hop vibes. Yeah. Me too. Let, let's hear it again. It was the night of our baby shower, our special moment, and you leave me to go out. He left to go out. He didn't go out to leave to go out. And Can you swear? You, you can say whatever you like. Right. No filter. <laughs> it didn't leave to go out and fuck. So he, I'm guessing this is, mm, but what could you be pranking? People do these like relationship pranks, don't they? And things where they like convince their partner that they've just gone behind their back. And right. So it could be like yes. one of these. Like a setup. Yeah. yeah, maybe. What do you think? I, I'm leaning towards prank again, but I could be. I kind of am as well, but I, I do think they're trying to trick us. Would, should we go? No, I think we should stick with our guts. Let's stick with prank. And, and say prank. Let's do prank. Okay. We are saying that this is not porn. This is indeed a prank. This is not porn. Well done. Woo! This is a prank of a woman breaking up with her boyfriend on April Fool's Day. Oh, poor him. That's, oh, I just, that's, tight. that's really like <laughs> dangerous territory, I think, because that could so easily backfire. Can you imagine? What if you, can you imagine like breaking up with them and then being like relieved? Like, oh my God, I was going to break up with you. Thank you so much for doing it. And then you're like, oh, it was. It was, uh, uh, was a, uh, then it would turn into a real breakup. I'd be like, actually, no, I meant it. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to say it was a fool, April Fool's. I'd have to roll uh, with it. Just go with it. Yeah. Did, you, um, did you do any April Fool's pranks this year, Ryan? I did. One of my friends, I messaged and said, I said to them that basically their nudes was on their Instagram story. I did that as well, but I got it from someone else. I don't know who... I think that was going around. That was an easy one. Was that one. a thing? Yeah, because I, I, I'd had it done to me a couple of weeks before April Fool's. Uh, so my okay. other friend, I was like, let me just do this to one of my gullible friends. Nice. Yeah. yeah. They said the heart dropped. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say who, but I have a friend who does... Um, he's, he's a children's presenter, essentially. So it would have been completely <laughs> off-brand for him. It would have, like, destroyed him. So I just texted him and said, did, did you mean to post that? nude it was a bit off brand for you and he like had like a 20 second panic attack it was worth it it was good it was good (laughs) i love that we did Did the same did you get the popcorn yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i love that we did the same prank though yeah we're good minds think alike great minds think alike should we have the next one let's do it okay here we go that's my best man austin that's my best man austin i think that he's been caught having sex yeah that's my best man, Austin. Like they, like they, he shouldn't be. <laughs> but why, why are you telling us it's your best man? Like, yeah. what's he done? I, I think you're right. So you, we're saying porn. I'm right? saying porn. Do yeah. You want to porn. I do, and there's just something about something the, in that name, Austin. It's a bit kinky. It's a bit isn't porny, isn't yeah. it? It's definitely a porn name. I don't think I've ever heard that name outside of porn. For what has been, I hope we've got. I think we've got. I think we've got this in the bag. I think so too. We are I'm saying. We are saying that this is porn. Final answer. It's not oh porn. Oh my god! I'm shocked. 
Uh, this is Justin Bieber invites Taylor Swift to his Malibu beach house where she ruins a pretend wedding by setting fire to a yacht with fireworks. Austin is the best man who's stuck in the sea. What? When did this happen? How random? Did this? Wait, I didn't when? see this on TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is. This seems like such, by by setting fire to a yacht. Like, how was this not all over the papers? And how random? Austin is the best man who's stuck in the sea. What's he doing in? The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused by this. By this. Pra- Are we sure this happened? They're, is this fact? I'm, they're nodding at me. Apparently, this actually happened. Uh, well, I I must have been sleeping on this day. Apparently, it was in 2012. Oh, wow, yeah. That was when Bieber was at his, like... That's when Believers were really out there and, you know, it was, he was in his it prime. It was intense. Yeah. Yeah, that was the intense Bieber time. Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Well, well, shout out to Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift. And, 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 and Austin, evidently. Look, it looks like Taylor Swift is a bit of a prankster herself, then. I could see that. I could see that. She, she looks a bit cheeky. Yeah, I'm, uh, well, yeah. okay (laughs) moving on Uh, we're not doing very well Ryan we've got two wrong and one right so we need to claw it back so we've got two more we can we can redeem ourselves I feel no pressure we've got this okay here's the next one I've never been so embarrassed in my life that is porn it's gotta be right that has to be porn that voice that, that bad sound quality in my life that that has to be porn. Do you reckon? Surely, like, I'm I'm going with porn. Let, let's just porn. listen listen again. I've never been so embarrassed in my life. Oh yeah, I think it's porn. No, but you know what? That this is this one is a fifty fifty because if you had a really bad prank, could be and like a embarrassed. Bad, yeah, like that's what, true. you know what they've done, and you're like, oh, I've ne- <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you laugh and smiles at the time, and then you walk out of the office, and you're like. You know, oh, to the fuck. person that done it. Shit, I've never been so embarrassed in my life. You know? Yeah, and maybe oh. the like the bad because this could be like filmed on somebody's phone or something, right. and that might be why it's like doesn't sound that good quality. quality. I'm kind of torn with this one, Callum. I'm gonna let you decide. All right, let me go with my instinct. I'm gonna go with. Julia's drum roll. <laughs> porn, porn. Okay, we are saying this is porn. Final answer. It is indeed porn. Yes. Always go with your gut, right? Yes. Always go with I your gut. I knew my instinct was good. Uh, this is cute teen Gillian is punished for a graduation prank on her dad by being fucked by him. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Why is there so much incest in porn? <laughs> I don't understand. Dad by being fucked. Wow. They love incest in porn. I don't understand why. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> it's a running theme every week. Every week. <laughs> Gillian. <laughs> well, we got it right. We're two, we're two, out, we're two out of four. So, uh, this one's the important one. This one's the one that matters. Run. Security's going to be here eventually. What? Run, security going to be... Oh, I thought you said Grant, like like the name. This Maybe I heard wrong. Let's let's go again. Run. Oh, run. Yeah. Security's going to be here eventually. Run. Security's going to be here eventually. So this eventually. is either like a prank in like a public place where they shouldn't be doing it. And it's a bit naughty, or this is like two people having sex. They've been getting it off, and like, they're like the security's on the way. It's like quick. Pull your, pull get, your, put your knickers on. Get out of it's here. It's time to go. <laughs> or just run. Just leave or him just there. Or just run. Just run. <laughs> <laughs> it could be either. That's the tricky thing. We need this point, Callum. So we need to go with... We need to, we need to really think about we need, this We need one. to really decipher the it. The pressure's on. I feel like the voice... I feel like there's a certain voice in porn. Yeah. You know? It's always kind of like a little bit artificial and a little bit put on. Whereas this does sound... Listen. Run. Security's gonna be here eventually. It sounds very cash and chill, you know. But well, she's laughing like her, like she's had a good time. Do you hear the girl mm. in the background? 
as in like cheeky like she's like I've but, had a good but that could be either that could be I've just yes. been pranked he 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 or we've just been having sex he 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 prank prank I think prank alright yeah you said that I'm going with a prank yeah I, I agree I think prank. I think it's a prank I really hope it's a prank I hope so <gasps> no oh! it's not it's porn oh. this is a couple walking around Walmart whilst the girl's wearing vibrating panties it's gotta be in America well, it has to has to be in America why, why would they need to run though if you've got vibrating panties on nobody's gonna know are they but you know what I heard that 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 you see that laugh that she had it was kind of like a horny Cheeky. laugh yeah it's like a oh, oh. Oh, like like the vibe, <laughs> you could feel the vibrations like through the laugh like i felt it uh well we didn't do well ryan but you know what we had a good time we had a good run and that's that's what matters yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh we are going to be joined by the very lovely melanie murphy very shortly um but before that let's have a little bit more music this is boyfriend by stephen Rome- <laughs> stephen romeo I hate ya, and I love you at the same damn time. I wish you were ugly just so I could get you out my mind. You spent the night just to sleep and fight just to make up your life when I lost my cool. I can't be right and be happy. Hey guys, it's Johanna James with Food Bar Radio, and Durex have invited us down today to explore the magical uses of lube. I'm joined by Hannah and Chadira. What else could we use lube for? I use lube for putting in my menstrual cup. Got this little life hack makeup tip. Lube was the best thing to stick glitter on your eye makeup. No way. I'm going to do a disclosure now. Don't do any of these. Toothpaste. No. Oh gosh. I don't toothpaste. think it's... Well, flavoured lube. I don't know if this is on your list, but I, in the summertime, get serious chafing. Maybe I could just use lube instead. Perfectly. That's exactly what it's for. <laughs> for more information, go to foodbarradio.com. Hello, I can't do this anymore, I gotta go, now, bye. Found my cut, found in my side, the devil that I recognize. Loading the gun, closing my eyes, I gotta make it hurt this time. We are just trying to get hold of Melanie. We're having some minor, minor technical difficulties here in the studio. But I will introduce this section. So we are going to be talking about an amazing book called Leah on the Offbeat. This is part of my LGBT plus book club where you guys are reading a different book along with me every single month. So, Ryan, I know that you haven't actually read this book, yeah. but it's a, it's a book about a bisexual character. So I don't know if you saw the film Love, Simon last year. There was a lot of hype around it. I'm going to be shocked if you never saw this. Um, I've got to say, I may have. (laughs) (laughs) Give me an intro. So Love, Simon was a huge movie because it was the first kind of mainstream movie that was aimed at teenagers that kind of featured an LGBT character and that it was about a gay kid called Simon. Um, And it was based on a book called Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda. This was a sad, it was a very sad movie, wasn't it? It was, like it it was like uplifting, but like it was quite devastating at points as well like there's a there are some moments in that film where it's like absolutely harrowing 
um but it, it but it's you know the end is really happy and so, which is great um and Lear on the offbeat is basically the sequel to this which is it features a bisexual character i do think we have melanie murphy with me now oh no i'm being told that we absolutely don't which is i'm sure sh- i'm Oh no! Okay, that's <laughs> we we love it when things go wrong. You know, it, it just adds to the fun here at Fubar. Um, what was I saying? So yeah, th- so this book is about a bisexual girl, and okay. it's the sequel to this book. And I think for me, when I was reading this book, I think for the first time I was actually reading about a, a bisexual character and and kind of understanding some of the struggles that you know I, I I work as an LGBT advocate. That's so much of my job and what I do, and I work directly with bisexual people. But yeah. for the first time, I was going almost like getting into the head of a bisexual person and going, yeah. oh, these are the kind of struggles that a person has to go through. And I know that you came out, I guess, quite late into, into your 20s. How old were you when you came out? Um, I was, it was last year, so 27. Yeah. But I mean, even you must have known when you were a teenager. I, I did. And I think um, to have the book in question that you're talking about, you know, it, I think that would be really helpful and educational and help people that are going through through that to hear the struggles of someone that you know has genuinely been through it yeah and can articulate that in in a book because the book is one of the most you know before harry potter came to film <laughs> you know everything starts with a book you know before movies and i feel like you can really delve into it like you say and and feel them emotions so it'd be really interesting to be able to get to know a bit more about the book as well yeah and i think i i think when i was reading it it's kind of I guess there are common threads that a lot of bisexual people feel before they come out about kind of like we were talking about earlier in the show where people around you are being like, oh, no, you're just a lesbian or no, you're straight or, you know, things like that. And then but I think the real thing that really resonated with me. And again, it's something that you said earlier was that the character in the book, she's surrounded by LGBT people. She has a supportive mother. She's surrounded by all these people who would absolutely accept her coming all out as bisexual. Tics, yeah. It's like there is, there's nobody in her life that she has any worry are going to go, right, we're disowning you. I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't care about you anymore. Yeah. That isn't there. And yet she still has this enormous yeah. fear about coming out and I think that's a really interesting thing because I think people think people stay in the closet because they're scared of how people are going to react right it's more more it's, it's about more, you more you and when you're ready and I feel you can only have you only have your your own experiences so you know like I say it might be things that if you're not if someone can't necessarily tell that you're bisexual um, and they assume that you're heterosexual sometimes you hear a lot of negative stuff and it can really affect you I guess to the point where you do fear coming out until you find your own path. And it's all about experiences. And it's about knowing that in yourself that you're confident to come out because it's okay everyone else being okay with it. But if you're not okay with it in yourself, then it doesn't make any difference coming out until you're, you know, you you feel that you're ready to do that um, and confidently do that. Um, But I would say from my experience, do it do it sooner rather than later because I feel like it only does get better once you do deal with it and the fear is something that you know it's like when you ride a bike you know you're scared and as soon as someone lets go of the the bike and you're pedaling on your own but the minute you start pedaling you honestly feel so free and I think that's That's a really lovely analogy analogy. I just felt it you know it's, it's honestly how I feel I feel like some people will be so scared to do it yeah it's a big big fear but Honestly, once you've done it, speaking from experience, it will help you. It will help you a lot. I, I, it's it's really interesting you say that because I think 
I don't think there's anybody, I don't think there's a single LGBT plus person out there who I've ever spoken to who hasn't said the same thing. I don't think anybody has ever said, I regret coming out. No way. And, you know, that unfortunately, we do live in a world where occasionally people come out and they, they do get a negative reaction. But I think even those people say, yes, I did, I had to go through this awful thing. It was terrible and it's horrible that we live in a world where that happens. But they're still happy that they did it. They're still happy that they were true to themselves. Yes. And they've, you know, tried to move forward and, and, and built a happier life for themselves. I agree, Carlo. I feel like there's always light at the end of the tunnel as well. And I think with sexuality, it's something that it plays a big part of your personal life. It does, you know, if it's part of you. And if yeah. you do deny it and you do do that, it will end up making you feel not great in the long run. So everyone that has come out, like you say, has always felt better. And I feel like it's better for your mental health because you're just being you. You're not being free people. You're not being you're not being the straight person or the person in the closet. You're just being who you are. And that is the easiest thing to be once you accept, you know, who you are and, and are comfortable with it. And, and and what do you think the kind of future is for like reps I mean not necessarily just of bisexual people, but like LGBT plus people in general. Like I do feel like the representation is coming along. I do feel like we are seeing like more representation in books and movies and things, but I still feel like it's not an everyday thing you know it's not yeah. even though like the, the book we're talking about Leah on the if, on the offbeat even though that is there as a book about a bisexual character I still feel it's it, it's still difficult for a bisexual person yes. to like even know about that book to then be able to go right. and buy it and if they're trying to figure out their identity maybe they don't want to sit and publicly read a, a book specifically about a bisexual right. person you know so it's like I feel like we need there's a little bit there's a long way to go I feel that you know it <laughs> Dare I say it? Being heterosexual, it's e it's easier. There's more. There's a lot more platforms. People kind of promote promote it more easily. Easier. I think you know within the LGBTQ plus community, we are helping each other and we are going forward. Um, but I feel like we need more and more opportunities to come up um, and to get our you know points across and to be able to help others. Um, but I just feel like primetime TV and stuff like that, everything is mainly focused still on heterosexual people. And I've said it before that I think when they put, when they do put someone who's gay in, in television, it's mainly for comedic value. It's never yeah. taken seriously. It's like, this ain't, we're not, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, you can make people laugh. That's a talent. But everyday, normal LGBT people, you, you're not giving them recognition as such, I would say. Yeah, and I, I do think as well that there's a problem where it's like if we're going to include an LGBT plus character, it has to, everything has to be about them being LGBT plus. Yeah. You know, I think we, we had an amazing guest on the show recently, Savannah Brown, and she had written a book called The Truth About Keeping Secrets. And the protagonist of that book is indeed gay, but it's not about her being gay. She no. just so happens to be gay. And I think that's an enormous step in the right direction for the kind of representation we I need. I agree. Because a, a young gay girl can read that and she can just, oh, I'm just reading this book. It's not, I'm not reading it because she's gay. I, I totally agree. It's not just in, and that's one thing that I've stood by um, growing up and, and knowing my sexuality is that I didn't want it to just define me. And the reason that I want it to now is because it's helping others, but it shouldn't have to be, you know, just solely that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we are joined by Melanie Murphy. No, we're not. Oh, she hung up on us. <laughs> 
Oh, Ryan, it's all, it's oh, all, it's all, all going on today. It's what have I done? On. Um, <laughs> you know what? I tell you what, Ryan, um, th- that was a great discussion, by the way. Thank you so Thank much you. for talking about a book you've not even read. That, that, that's a <laughs> well, skill I'm set. definitely on to reading it now. <laughs> um, let's have a little bit of music, and then we are going to go on to Sex Confessions. Oh, wow. Um, so if you are listening Naughty. and you would like to send us a Sex Confession, you can do that by emailing Callum at foobarradio.com. It is completely confidential, so send us your absolute worst, and we will be reacting to those shortly if we can get melanie murphy on the phone we may invite her to join us but but who knows <laughs> let's see all right this is a little bit of confident by carlos Vara. feel so bad to be confident Okay, I think we may successfully have Melanie Murphy on the phone. I'm such an awkward bitch, aren't I? Every time. So, uh, Ryan, Melanie and I are very good friends, and, and she can never get anything right. She's she, she's yeah. she's a walk she's a walking mess. And and Melanie, Hi, I, Ryan. I, I Hi, dear Mel. And I think Melanie, I think knows she did some work on supporting the bylife, so she knows all yeah. about the show. Oh, great! And everything. And yeah. I, feel, I feel like you're both such incredible bisexual influencers that, you know, this, this should be a friendship that should blossom right here. Oh, the, conne- <laughs> the, connection, the connection's finally made, no pun. <laughs> <laughs> so Melanie we're, we're, we're going to ask you to join us for a few sex confessions um, because okay, we are, but we already talked about the book to death you missed it oh, for <laughs> but I, I, would, I would like to hear just like kind of like your overview of thoughts of we were talking about like the importance of bisexual representation and kind of what it was like for you you know reading a book about a bi- bisexual character I, I just want to hear a few of your thoughts yeah, so I feel like the main thing, you know, it, it, it did explore bisexuality from, like, various um, angles. So one conversation really sticks out in my mind, and I don't know if you was kind of exposed to the female love interest is, so I won't say a name just in case. Sure. Um, but Leah and Mrs. X are sitting and chatting, and um, Mrs. X says that she feels like she's low-key bi, and then Leah just kind of shuts her down for it. She gets and really angry. Having, yeah, and, and they have this discussion kind of regarding labels and, you know, you can't decide what my label is and that kind of thing. And I found that part really, really interesting because I see that happen quite a lot within the community and it really, it yeah. does upset me seeing one bisexual person kind of telling another bisexual person how to identify mm. um, because while you're coming to terms with it, it can be quite, uh, you know, you're not immediately going to feel comfortable with a label if you're still kind of coming to terms with yourself and um, so anytime like my friends come out to me I just try to tell them you know you do you until you know yeah. what you are and who you are like whatever you tell me you are is fine by me and it should be the same with everyone else but um, it was lovely kind of seeing that kind of explored in fiction because it's just never I think that's the first time I've ever read even a conversation like that in a, in a book, yeah. especially by a, an, an author who's so well-known. 
Yeah, I, th- I, I, I do think that's a really important thing. And I think, you know, it, it does apply to a bisexuality, but other identities as well. I think this, we're so often mm. told that, you know, this is the right way to be bi. This is the right way to be gay. You have to do it this way. And, and it's, you know, yeah. you can do it your own way. You don't have to label it. You don't have to. I agree. I think it's really personal to yourself and how how you deal with it. I don't think there's no right or wrong way to be bisexual or, you know, mm. a set way. And I feel like some people do like to kind of, you know, say, I'm bisexual, this is how it is. Well, it is personal, I think, to each individual and how they want to express it. Absolutely, Absolutely yeah. And, and Mel, what, is, is that the first time you read, like, about a bisexual character? Have you read other books where there have been bisexual characters? I've read other books where there's been bisexual characters and they're not usually the main character. That's what I, I find really mm. regularly. And, and I even found like that with writing a, my, own, my own novel. Like I, I really wanted the, the protagonist to be bi and then I just realised it didn't really work. And then I was having chats with my publishers and they were kind of saying like, you know, you need to focus on the plot with this. But I, was, I don't know, I just have so much in me that I want to come out and fix it on a you know, writing a story where the whole story doesn't revolve around bisexuality being this big elephant in the room is so important. Yeah. But it's also quite difficult to do without people kind of almost being confused. Because some people, for some people, it's still not natural for, you know, if, if one person's dating a woman, um, then they just go, oh, she's she's a lesbian. And then if their their next partner is a man, they'll be like, oh, she's gone gone straight yeah so and I, I and that still happens with even family members of mine who know how much campaigning I try and do online to just get people to open their minds up a bit about it um but it is massively underrepresented and I, I feel okay. like as well it, it uh there's so much room to kind of add a bit of spice to you know romance stories and stuff like that with so I hope more authors kind of get on board um, in the future with, with including um more diverse characters are, are you allowed to um, tell us about your book or is it still under wraps? Are you allowed to say the name or um, anything? It's still mostly under wraps, yeah, but I can't Top say secret. the name. The name yeah, the, the name is It Only and um, it's kind of about a woman who, she's one of those people who is always thinking like, what if I'd done that differently? What if I'd done this thing differently? Um, and I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 and I, I just, I really wanted um, to kind of add in like a tool through which to explore that, um, so where, where, whereby she could actually see how things might have gone if she if she'd uh, done things differently. But uh, yeah, and I, I do have a, a bisexual character in there, actually two. Um, I have an o- older lady who I just kind of it just felt so right that she was married to a woman, but that she had children from a past marriage, and it's just not really gone into. It's just kind of taken Take as it, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that. I like that in in the book uh, with Leah as well. It was kind of just, you know, oh, I came out to my mom when I was 11 and there wasn't a big fuss made out of it. I really loved that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's, great, it's great to hear your perspective as well as an author, <laughs> Melanie. Um, I, I, I think we're, co- we're coming right up to the end of the show now, but I think we have time for just a couple of sex confessions um, yes. if you'd like to join us. Um, so, Ryan, would you like to read the top one? Sure. <clears throat> so, first one here is... My boyfriend is horny a lot. Uh, no, sorry. My boyfriend is horny a lot of the time and he wants to have sex with me when I'm on my period. I'm a bit scared about it and not sure I want to go ahead with it, but I want to make him happy. Question mark. Mm. Interesting. I feel like we had a very similar... This is a one that we have... A, a, a similar questions like this come through a lot about, like, kind of period sex wow. and things. 
Okay. I can't really yeah, no. relate, but <laughs> because <laughs> this one's over too. <laughs> yeah, we're going to send this over to you, Melanie, because I, I, I don't have a lot to say either. <laughs> well, my, honest, like, just put a red towel down, sorted. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it might get a bit, it might get a bit messy, but it's kind of like my first time doing that. I put a towel down and then I just kind of had a little sexy shower afterwards and it was fine. And um, because, you know, especially during that time of the month, you actually get a little bit more horny. Well, I do. <laughs> so I, I just this. like avoiding doing it during that time just isn't an option in my head. Um, so yeah, that would be my advice. Just throw it hell down and just don't don't look I think that's great advice and it sounds like as well that the boyfriend wants to do it so the boyfriend's not going to have an issue either I think it's all good yeah, most people don't mind it at all. Like, it's not, unless it's you have a massive phobia, yeah, it's completely natural. It's like being afraid of, I don't know, if someone has a bit of smell of sweat under their arms and then just being like, get out of my bedroom. <laughs> 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 okay, I think we have time for one more. Ryan, do you want, do you want to read that last one for me? Yeah, Can't wait to hear this in your lovely voice. Let's do it. I'm a gay man and, and have just joined Grinder. Can I have any tips to avoid the weirdos on there? Ooh. <laughs> well. I, think, I mean, I feel like this one's over to me, isn't it? I don't, Ryan, yeah. have, you ever, have you ever dabbled on, on, on Grindr or the, or the gay apps? I've got to be honest, yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. But not with my picture out, so this one's sure, to you. Sure, okay. Yeah, I feel... Uh, I've not used Grindr in a while, but there is a lot of kind of very forward solicitation on there. I actually don't like the word weirdos on there uh, that they've said here. I think that's a little bit judgmental. Yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, sometimes people are a little bit overly the, the things they say to you know instead of a, a hello it's like can i put my fist up your ass and it's like okay that's that's <laughs> going from one to a hundred very quickly very forward the, the, i find i find <laughs> honestly some of them are quite weird though like i've had someone's like say like stuff like can you come and beat me up like yeah and that, that to me is to say it to a stranger to a stranger uh, why do you want to come and beat me yeah. up like, someone you know it's absolutely fine I think my advice to this person would be to actually try out some other apps because Grindr is very sex first right. and I think if you're, if you're looking for something a little bit tamer then what's perhaps, the other one that's Chappie Chappie, Chappie, Chappie yeah. is good we like cleaner. Chappie yeah, yeah. we like Chappie mm. um, that actually brings us to the end of the show both of you have been absolutely amazing um, oh. Melanie uh, I know you, obviously you have your new book and everything but where can people follow you if they want to follow your journey they can follow me on YouTube at Melanie Murphy and then on Twitter I'm Melanie Tweets and on Instagram I'm Melanie Murphy as well amazing and everyone should absolutely go and follow you because you're incredible and i adore you and ryan you the too. same for you you do I, I mean you do so much fitness stuff and you talk about bisexuality and mental health and you're doing all these tv shows so where, where is best for people to find you uh, on my instagram which is at the ryan cleary and my twitter is ryan cleary london ldn Amazing. Well, you should, everyone listening, you should go and follow both these guys. And you two, I think a friendship needs to happen. Let's connect. Yes. Twi- connect. Let's, let's add each other. Be a thing. I'm, yes. gonna, I'm making I'm gonna it happen. I'm going to follow you now on, a, I'm following you now on Twitter. All right. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, get the follow back going now. <laughs> Lovely to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> you too lovely to meet you he needs you <laughs> well thank you thank you both so much I'm going to play you out with a little bit of Beautiful by Kush Bye. so uh, if you're a little different 
doesn't mean you can't live your life Stand tall, don't let them take away pride My eyes don't ever see the difference The little changes in between our lives As one, I'll be standing by your side You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.